We're live. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with the Friday edition of the Stay Cash and Show. Can you hear me, Evan? I can hear you loud and clear. I'm just hoping can everyone can <laughs> in the chat hear me. Bill, do you think they can hear us? Yeah, why not? All right. We're gonna assume they can. Let's see if Evan keeps his job. Evan, how are you doing today? I'm I'm doing great. Um we're, we're giving away a free copy of Madden here, and we're also giving away a free copy of Madden on Twitter. So go retweet that. And if you're here and subscribed, you have a chance to win uh, once we start the giveaway. I heard Rackets wants it. Yeah, Rackets. Is Rackets does want it. Rackets is trying to get in on it already. So I don't <laughs> even know what this is. I don't know what fucking is this PlayStation 5? Is this Xbox? I don't even know what. It's, uh, it's either or. So the way this is going to go is basically whoever wins it, uh, you say if you want it, PS5 or uh xbox and we'll get you we'll get you all hooked up you just get a code you type the code in you can download it straight from your console all good all right so when evan says we that means i'm gonna give him a credit card he's gonna run it be responsible for all of it so i don't want to fucking text i don't want to dm i don't want anything i, I wanted xbox and i got play i don't even fucking play video games it's all me I'm fucking adult this is all on evan hand so i'll just fund it how about that is that fair i like it i can handle that all right, good. That's what I like to do. That's what I do with my women. That's what I do with them. Just, I'll just pay the bill. You do the rest. So, all right, Bill Rupp. I know you're feeling like shit today. Looking like shit. Fucking hanging back. Look like uh, lounging on your fucking uh, lawn chair over there. Uh, what's wrong? I don't know. My back. My back's hurting. Have you? Rackets. Is this like, this is like past the statute of limitations, isn't it? Yeah. Like the back. Like <laughs> you, you fell down two steps. Like. I mean, I got a, I got a slip disc, dude. The fuck. I mean, that should have been healed by now, right? I it popped again. Is he, he just brittle and old rackets, or he's, he's old? In the garden. I overexerted myself. I think he's just old. You're old, Bill. You're washed. You're washed up. So how you doing today, Bill? I think you went what six and one, seven and one last night. Of course, I'm dying of pain, and I still come through. I mean, you're a champion. You're uh, heart, of a champion. heart of a champion. There's nothing else to say. Yeah, I mean, listen, just stay in that position. Don't hurt yourself. You look like you're just chilling, so it doesn't look like you're in pain right now. So that's well, a good the, the heating pad is right on the spot right back here, so I'm in good position right now. This is uh, this is Bill's flu game. This is his flu game. This is his, this is his disc game. Rackets, how you doing today, brother? I'm good, Tommy G. How you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Football season's here. We're on and popping. Uh, we're going to talk about a big – uh, Swaparoo in the preseason game in a second. But before we do, Evan Hand, what do we got for the headlines? Let me tell you what we're doing on the show today first, actually, before that. So we're going to go over a couple headlines, not much. We're going to go through the whole baseball slate. I'm going to go through the whole NFL preseason football slate. I think we moved to 15-2 and two yesterday after the two Bears wins. And we're going to have Mike come on and do a whole UFC breakdown before the end of the show. And hopefully we can get that all done before Bill breaks down. So we'll see if we can do it. Evan Hand. How do they do this raffle thing? Is there something they got to do or no? Oh, yeah. I just uh, I just started it. If you want to enter this raffle, you have to type exclamation point free in the chat, and uh, you'll be entered. And at the end of the show, I'll pick it. Whoever wins, wins. And then you DM me. Exclamation point free in the chat. Hit us with the headlines, Z. We only have one headline today, and obviously we're kind of beating a dead horse here. But Deshaun Watson suspended 11 games, given the largest player fine in NFL history. Uh, five million dollars. I posted a video about it yesterday, and people are crucifying me because they're like, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Like, I get it's allegedly, but I don't think Vontez Perfect 
who is a piece of shit, keeps getting targeting penalties, should be suspended 12 games, where Deshaun Watson, who has 24 allegations, when there's smoke, there's fire, and he gets 11. I mean, listen, so I got to give props to Rackets here uh, as the only person who gives props to Rackets here. Uh, (laughs) Bill never does. Rackets, when's the last time Bill said, I want to give props to Rackets for something? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, roughing Rackets. (laughs) It's it's his fucking co-host on the show. So uh, I do want to say we were adamant that it was either going to be a season or the, the six games or whatever the fuck it was. And Rackets came out, I think you said 8 to 10 or 8 to 12 or whatever. Yeah, I said it was going to be at least 8. Yeah, you did say they were going to add halfway through the end of the season on top of it. So let's start with you. You, you nailed it. You said uh, it was going to be extra games. What do you think of this? Uh, it's a little bit more than what I thought it was going to be, but it, it's right in that wheelhouse. I didn't think that they were going to spend him for the entire season. Um, it's just it doesn't fit the NFL style to do that. Yeah. what does You, fit you have to be a gambler and a degenerate to do that, and he's neither one, so. Yeah. Meanwhile, Calvin Calvin Ridley's fucking gone for the year because he put a parlay in. That's that's the most ridiculous thing to me. Yep. I mean, the most fucking insane thing ever. And then, of course, you get all the fucking pundits on the talk shows wanting to run out and fucking appease all their fucking lesbian co-hosts so they don't lose their job to some fucking uh, former lesbian African American former softball player who's now making three hundred grand a year on ESPN. But oh, oh, he should have got more. He should. Bro, stop. Stop it. Like, 11 games, a full season last year and $5 million is plenty of fucking fine. Tyreek Hill beat the shit out of his pregnant wife. Antonio Brown fucking beat a bitch on camera, basically. Fucking Ray Lewis murdered someone and you gave him a job at the station. Calvin Ridley put a fucking six-team parlay in when he was laid up like Bill Ruff on the injured reserve, and the dude's gone for a year. Trevor Bauer in baseball hit a bitch who told him, hit me and is fucking banned from baseball like stop it like this is this is crazy 11 games 5 million you're good you would have been good at six because honestly everyone who says they care don't fucking care if it was my friend or if it was someone running for office or if it was someone doing something different i'd care it's a fucking football player they're all fucking assholes 90 percent of them who fucking cares but bill there's a conspiracy theory in this. They gave him 11 games, which I thought was a very weird number. I mean, you were talking this morning in typical NFL fashion to make it look like they're protecting the Me Too movement and they care about people and all that. They uh, coincidentally gave him 11th game, 11 games. And Bill, who's the 12th game? Guess his old team. <laughs> That's how it goes. I mean... I saw a tweet that was like, the NFL is literally turning into the WWE with this shit. There's no way. That's just coincidence. No way. They literally Mm -hmm. said, when does he play the Texans? Okay. If we give him 10, no, let's give him 11 because then we'll look good. And we can make all the money off his return when he comes back for the 12th game against the Houston Texans. I mean, it's there's such pieces of shit. Everyone's so fucking stupid. And I don't understand it. Bill, what do you think the penalty? Justified? That's eh, stupid, bro. I think he should have just got the season doing 11, 10, 9, whatever. It's stupid. Just left it where it was then. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, it doesn't even make any fucking sense. It's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking retarded. Um, anything else here on the headlines, Eve, before we get to the uh, the bets and slates? No, we got a big show today. We'll just uh, we'll get to the bets. Okay. So uh, first thing we'll do, uh, I do have another headline. 
Uh, it ties into the NFL preseason bets, which let's flip those. E. Let's always do the NFL before the MLB. So we'll do the NFL, MLB, and then UFC. Um, it does tie into this. I was talking to you this morning about it, Bill. Rackets, did you see – I know you haven't been heavy on the preseason. Uh, did you see what the Carolina Panthers are doing today? So I spent all night last night doing a write-up for the three preseason games. I was you ripping know? on your article. Did you see me in the chat? No. I said, oh, I, I said, they said, fuck your 18,000 words. No, okay. <laughs> I mean, you guys have no idea how hard it is to do research for the preseason because there's no information. So you got to go literally watch fucking incel YouTube minimum wage beat reporters do a 30 minute YouTube show about like the Carolina Panthers today at practice to find out information on what's going on, who played, who's hurt, this and that. I'm spending 15 minutes listening about some fucking third string lineman who has a sprained toe just to get to the point where they talk about how, you know, Aguilar looked in practice. And so I go through all this, every fucking beat reporter, every fucking Panther, every YouTube video, everything Mayfield Darnold. This is the showcase. They're not going to play in game three. And then all of a sudden this morning rackets at 11 AM, right after the article drops, we find out that Matt rule is not going to be playing Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold today in the preseason game. He's going to go with P.J. Watson and Matt Corral. Yeah, fuck it. We don't need the first or second string. We're just going to play the thirds thirds and fours. I mean, Bill, how do you not want to see these two guys? This is like the most high-profile quarterback uh, situation going on in the country. How do you not want to see these fucking two guys get at least another half of football? Makes no sense. Uh, None. And then what they did on top of that. (laughs) You ready for this one, Raggett? On top of that, they said we're going to do P.J. Walker, Matt Corral. Fine. Okay, fine. You're already a retard. Be a retard. Went full retard, and it's going to be P.J. Walker quarter one, Matt quarter two, P.J. quarter three, Matt quarter four. That's the dumbest thing ever. Are you trying to get him hurt? Like, are you trying to get a guy to fucking warm up? P.J. Walker, for instance. You're going to get him a warm up. Get ready for game action. Go in there for a quarter. Get all hot, loose, play a whole quarter. Then game starts at 7. He'll be out by like 7.45. Then you're going to have him sit for the whole second quarter till about 8.15. Then take a 20, 30-minute halftime till about 9 o'clock. And then he's cold, and now he's got to get rejacked up and go back on the field, and then Corral has to come in and do the same thing. With a different set of players. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no fucking, and I'm writing a fucking article right now, so it's like tentative because I'm waiting on more news. I'm like, the only thing reliable on this game right now is that Bill Belichick said he's going to play his starters, and we know Bill Belichick's not fucking reliable, so I'm just waiting a little bit longer before we do a final play on that. But uh, I don't know. So, can you make any logical sense to why they wouldn't play at brackets? What do you think? Uh, they've seen enough of Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold to know that both of them are fucking trash. <laughs> Me, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Baker's fair. starting. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it appears. Baker's going to be the starter, but he's thrown seven passes in any game action with with the first team. I just, I mean, it's just Panthers being Panthers. But uh, anyway, I think we'll be okay in that one. We'll get to those picks in a minute. But uh, Bill Rupp, are you excited about any preseason football? I know you bet the Bears with me last night, so. Uh, I probably would have had you showing up at my door with a bat if they didn't cover. Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm not really excited about it. The game was awful yesterday. I watched it a little bit till the Bears pulled away, and then I put on uh, Big Brother. It's just didn't, a- uh, didn't suck me in. 
It was very boring. I'd, I'd much rather watch Big Brother. Is Justin Fields not terrible? I mean, just game awareness is awful. That's I mean, terrible. he could have ran for like 20 yards on that one play and decide he decides to throw a pass four feet over the guy's head into the back of the end zone when he could have just ran it. I don't understand why these people think he's good. He's not good. Justin Fields is not good. And everyone's like, well, he led him to points. Well, he stalled in the red zone when he could have ran it in. And if it wasn't the preseason, they would have punted on fourth and three from the 50, and he never would have got down there. Mm-hmm. So, no, he didn't fucking lead him in. He's fucking trash. And, uh, but I said yesterday, Bears was an easy play. Uh, pretty good with this preseason stuff. So let's get into it uh, real quick right here. The preseason games today, let me just pull up my sheet here. Uh, we have the first game that's going to probably go off is that Panthers-Patriots game. Uh, I'm on the over. I hit the over last night at 39 and a half because I thought it was rise. Uh, do you think this is weird, Rackets? The over hasn't moved. The Patriots moved to minus 210, but the over stayed the same. The over hasn't the, moved. The total, it stayed the same with the quarterback news? Yeah. Yeah, didn't move. It actually mm. went up on one site. So, I mean. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I could, I'm good with the over then. Yeah, I mean, it's listen, it's P.J. Walker and Corral. Corral played horrible last game, but we've seen him in college. Uh, we know he's talented. He should be good. And it looks like, from what I'm hearing right now, and what everyone's saying, that Belichick's going to play as starters for about a quarter and a half. Uh, everything I read was that Belichick didn't run the ball at all. These two teams were playing against each other all week. They had a joint scrimmage. They got in fights. There was fucking – they were going at it. And uh, Belichick couldn't run the ball on Carolina and didn't even try to. He ran the ball like eight times in a whole entire practice on Tuesday. So Belichick's going to be airing the ball out no matter who's in there, definitely uh, with Mac Jones. And supposedly uh, Aguilar and Parker looked phenomenal and were just eating the Panthers secondary alive. So if you're going to see the Panthers go to their backup, second and third stringers, which they said they're going to do, uh, I think this is a great opportunity for the Patriots. Uh, the money line's high, though. You're minus 200. So I'm going to stick with the over on this. I'm still sticking with the over 39 and a half. And if you could parlay the Patriots' money line, uh, I don't think that's a bad play uh, on this game. By the way, there's a game going on right now. Rackets, did you have anything on the Milwaukee game? Uh, nothing. I lean toward the – I think you had the over put out. I, I like that. Yeah, I have the Nine over, and a half, I think it was. I have over nine and a half for the game, over four and a half for the first five, and then a run in the first inning for the subscribers, uh, if you guys want to tap any of that right now. Bill, did you bet anything on this? No, I was going to do over, over uh, first three, over two and a half, but it was too high. It was minus 155, so I left it alone. Yeah, you got a wind blowing out in Wrigley about 10 miles per hour and 85 degrees, so we should see some activity. I was going to bet Contreras, too. Uh, next preseason game is the Packers. I love this game tonight, guys. I need you to bet the Packers. I think this is uh, this line's extremely low. Uh, extremely low. I think this should be around minus 220, 250 for the Packers, and you're getting them at minus 155. Um, the Saints looked terrible uh, last week. They played the Texans. They gave up five sacks, 15 pressures. Uh, the Packers really want to see Love get as much time as he can while they have Rodgers out. So they should be playing him a lot with a lot of the first and high-level second teamers, whereas the Saints just really don't want to play anyone. Jameis isn't playing. Rodgers isn't playing. Um, Michael Thomas and Olave have looked great in camp, as they've said. Take that for what it will. It's fucking camp. But I don't think they'll play too much either today. So I think this is just going to be Jordan Love and most of the second-string Packers going out there. You could lay the three on this, but I'm going to lay the 155. uh, Just lay the juice. So I like the Packers in that one. 
And then my favorite uh, play of the night, kind of the sharp play of the night. Uh, Bill, you have any interest in the Texans-Rams games before I ask or no? Nope. All right. Any interest in the Packers game or you're not? Good no, talk? no football for me. I'm what I'm doing. All right. The uh, Texans-Rams game, this is Texans minus two over 38 and a half. Uh, this game is a disaster. I see everyone on Twitter trying to pick a side and a total. There really is no side or total lean on this. Uh, Lovey Smith said that he's going to play the Texans starters more than he did in week one. So, and McVay doesn't give a shit about uh, preseason at all. So you kind of lean Texans there, but then the Texans look like complete dog shit last week and the Rams threw up 30 points. So now you're leaning back to the Rams. Rams have better quarterbacks. Uh, Texans have a better defensive line. Rams are missing offensive linemen. So from a side perspective, it's a two-point spread, and I think it's a fucking complete toss-up. From a total perspective, it's the same thing. The Rams and Texans, their last three years combined in the preseason, 14 of their 17 games have gone under, uh, but all the NFL preseason games are going over. So you're torn there. You know, Texans look like shit last week. Rams look great. The play here is a person that you are going to get to know very well. You guys might have seen the highlights of him last week. Uh, a guy that I'm very high on, uh, extremely high on coming out of college. And his name is Bryce fucking Perkins. Uh, do either of you, are either of you familiar with Bryce Perkins out of Virginia? Me? No. Nope. Right. Bryce Perkins is from Virginia. Virginia's a basketball school. Before he got to Virginia, they were 23 and 50. Okay. This dude walked in in 2018, 2019, 8,000 all purpose yards about 6,500 through the air, 1,500 through the ground, 66 touchdowns in 27 games, took them to a top 25 team in both the years he was there, back-to-back bowl games. The kid's a fucking freak. And came out last year in the preseason when he was a rookie and threw for 450 yards, rushed for 104, three touchdowns through the air and one interception. Uh, Last game, he played all four quarters and led the Rams to 29 points. This kid's a star. Um, Is he ready for you know, everyday NFL action versus starters. I don't know. Is he going to destroy scabs in the second half of this game? Yes. So Walford's going to start. Uh, I don't know how that first half's going to go. You're going to have a lot of Texan starters in, but then all of a sudden at halftime, you're going to see fucking half man, half superhero walk in. And we will be betting the Rams live at halftime. Bryce Perkins will go ham. And if you want a crazy DFS play, he's the same price as Jordan Love. So uh, you could actually play him at that cheap discount. I don't think anyone's going to be on him, but uh, you will know his name after today. Uh, Bryce Perkins is a fucking beast. I think he balls out in the second half, and I think the Rams uh, have a great second half in this one. So that's probably going to be my favorite play today uh, outside of the Packers. And that is your NFL preseason rundown. Any questions, any comments, anything? So you got the Packers and the Rams. Packers minus 155, Rams second half. Rams second half line. There is no spread on it yet. I can't find it on a book. So you're going to have to bet it live. Live bet Rams second half. And uh, we'll keep the Patriots over 39 and a half in there too. So 15 and two so far. We're going to keep it up. We're going to go to 18 and two after tonight. Let's get to some MLB. Rackets, what are you liking today? What do you think? I haven't dug too heavy into the MLB slate. Brewers are up to nothing. Yeah? Yeah. Get out! Fuck yeah. I should have bet that two and a half first three. Subscribers, pass the run in the first inning, and we are having the first five total. Let's fucking go. Uh, um, I I like the Blue Jays today again. I've been targeting the Yankees all week, and I'm not going to stop. Just the team's bad. 
Yeah, I mean, it's Stanton and LeMayu and all these guys need to get back, get right. It is it is funny, though, the day that you said the Yankees, that they hit that fucking grand slam. Oh, it was fucking ridiculous, bro. That They had no business winning that game. That cost me so much fucking money, too. I had to raise everywhere that day. And uh, yesterday, uh, the Mets. The Mets cost me a bunch of money yesterday. How about, let's talk about the Mets for a second, Bill Rupp. DeGrom, Big L, almost got swept, if not for throwing up a nine spot. Seven runs on a Scherzer start, and then they beat DeGrom. Are you worried? No, that was power. first of all, that wasn't DeGrom's fault. He comes out in the seventh inning, and then all of a sudden they let a single. A single he scored from first. I mean, what the fuck, bro? I mean, I don't know what anybody's doing out there. I don't know what Lindor's doing. I don't know what the center fielder's doing. I don't know what's going on, but that ball. Nemo got that ball, Bill, before he even fucking rounded third. Yeah, bro, the ball was the ball was hitting the outfield grass when he was on second because it was a hit and run. It was the weirdest thing. And then well, by the time the center fielder he got it and he threw the ball like, whoa, I don't I don't think they thought he was going to go. He threw it to the cutoff, man. Like, yeah, Nemo, you I can't think, make it to the fucking plate, dude. He got an extra think, four steps in that span. I don't think anybody hustled because I don't think anybody thought he would go. And that was uh, earn run to DeGrom because he couldn't get that guy out. Uh, yeah, that should have been an error. Batty yeah. made an error that extended the inning, 100%. and I don't know why they. And then that was I don't know game. why the fuck they didn't grade an error. That was the game on a shitty first to home. I mean, the guy was running like fucking Vogelback. You know what he did? He did <laughs> the Mets, but the Mets have been doing everyone else. Those hustle plays and flying around and winning those fucking fifty-fifty games on kind of fluky shit. They, I mean, dude. I mean, you, you, if I'm, if I'm the player, I'm doing that every time because. What are the chances the outfielder getting into the ball and making a perfect throw? And not even a perfect throw. It has to be a perfect catch and tag, too. You know, because the catchers a lot of times don't even catch the ball. So, I mean, no. And then we saw the other day where they called the guy out for blocking the plate, which was ridiculous. I mean, the thing, about, the thing about baseball right now is with the replay review, it's so hard for a catcher to tag anyone out at home plate. It's almost impossible. You know, because they're getting the ball over here and then they're coming back over here blind. So if you're sliding like Acuna head first and you're just smart enough to swim or fucking be cognizant of where the glove is, you're going to be safe nine times out of ten. Acuna made one of the best slides I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah and it wasn't. It's, but it's what we talk about in the chat all the time. Don't slide at home plate. Slide out here to the right of home plate and reach back and touch the plate. These players are just fucking stupid. And you don't slide feet first in the home plate like Mountcastle oh, yesterday. I mean, you fucking, bro. It, they had the, the Hayes play at, at the Orioles game. They had Hayes thrown out at the plate, which he was safe on sliding head first. And then Mountcastle fucking slides feet first and doesn't even make the plate close. It's like, bro, you can't get thrown out twice at home. Come on. You can't slide head. You can't slide feet first in any bases anymore with instant replay. You have the ability to maneuver your hands. And it's so it gives them so much less. If you're sliding in, you have this long. For them to only hit this small area. If you're sliding feet first, your whole body's up like this. They have this whole area to fucking swipe. And the foot bounces, too. So you, yeah. you, a lot of time it bounces over home plate, and you don't even get the fucking foot down anyways. I mean, it's just so retarded. Sliding feet first would be like sliding into home like this with your hand on. <laughs> like, you know, like it's a, you can't point your toe like a ballerina and reach out so as far stupid. as you can. They're just fucking retarded. Uh, and they're all wearing these fucking gloves and shit. It's not even like they have to worry about their fingers anymore. Uh, I saw a Little League World Series kid put that glove on the other day, and he was at third base. He hit a triple. You don't <laughs> need it for for home, you idiot. And maybe he does. I'm afraid to get stepped on. Who knows? Uh, Red Sox, Orioles, Rockets, what do you like? you like the Orioles going to 
Yeah, I'm on the Orioles again. I don't love uh, targeting Cutter Crawford, so it'll probably be a live play in the fourth or fifth, like I say every time. But um, Lyles has been good. The game should be pretty close in the middle innings. Uh, I think the Orioles end up winning, so yeah. Bill, any play? Uh, no, the Orioles, they, I think this is it. I'm, I'm going to put a statement out. I think this is their downfall. Oh, my God. He's been calling this for months. I the mean, other day, they shit the bed. Yesterday, they couldn't get any runs till late. Um, yesterday, this might, be it. this might be it coming. This might be it. Yesterday, Rupp has made the call again for the what we've all been waiting for. 900th day in a row. Sixth or seventh time, yeah. Yeah. I mean, his, his, his Baltimore collapse is like my Mets collapse. At least my Mets collapse is happening. The Braves are right there. Fucking about to take over the Mets. He's Bill, speaking of the Mets. Happening? They lost. They first of all, they just Listen, fucking almost swept. If you them. lose the division, you collapse. It was the same way, Tommy. What if you lose, about? if you lose the division, you collapsed. End of story. You guys had a runaway not. lead in that division. Absolutely not. How much? How many games were they up at one point, Rackets? Uh, fourteen, something like that. Yeah, you had to collapse. Thirteen. That's a collapse. You give up a thirteen-game lead in your division, it's collapsed. End of story. No. no, there's no discussing it. Especially when you get a buy for the fucking uh, winning the division. Now they got to play an extra series if they don't. Go Braves, Bill. You get a buy for winning the division, so you don't you don't know what you're talking about. If they're top two records in the uh, NL, you get a yeah. buy. So not everybody, right, but you can't get it unless you win your division. Jesus. Yeah, but that's yeah. not what you said though. You said the division. If they win the division, if they don't win the division, they don't get the buy. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Even if they win the division, there's a chance they don't get to buy. No, the fucking they're, they're fuck them and the Dodgers. Whoever wins those two divisions is getting to buy. Yesterday was the first – well, I'm talking about the Yankees. Yesterday was the first day that they were not on pace to win over 100 games since April 7th. Yeah, that's pretty that's – pretty that's, 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 that's insane. I'm still saying it. I'm declaring Wednesday of next week. I'm declaring on this show, Wednesday of next week, the Yankees turn everything around and go fucking nuclear. The day Stanton walks back in that lineup, the Yankees are going to go on a tear. And I'm going to laugh at you guys. Um, Bill, huge game today for the Mets to rebound. Mets at Phillies. Nola, Bassett, any interest? No, I'm not going to bet that. Rackets. Um, I like the Mets at plus money. I don't know if I bet them pregame or not, but Bassett at plus money has my attention. I do have Alonzo in my hit parlay. He kills. Um, he dominates. Uh, what's his Nola. name? Nola. Uh, Nola. So. I'm going to have him in my hit parlay. They might even have him for like an RBI or, you know, like I did with Machado yesterday when I completely slammed that one. Machado over one and a half bases, Machado run scored, Machado RBI. So I might do the same with Alonzo because he kills Nola, but I'm waiting. He's definitely in my hit parlay. I think I'm going to do uh, – I'm not going to make an official play, but I might end up with a play on the Phillies small just for like a unit. Just uh... – just just because I think that's a that was an excruciating loss in series for the Mets. I'm curious to see how they're going to rebound mentally from that. Um, I'll probably have a small play on the Phillies. Yankees, pretty much even money here. Took them at like minus 10 on both sides. Blue Jays, Yankees, Gossman on the hill versus Tyon. Rackets, are you going back to the Blue Jays against the Yankees? Yeah, it's one of my plays. I'm on the Jays, minus 110. Um, I've been on the, I was on the Rays the entire series. Uh, I was on the Jays the last yesterday. I don't see the Yankees winning tonight either. Bill, Yankees. it might be five. It might be five nothing in the second inning again. I would never bet the Yankees. I'm not going to bet them for the rest of the season, and definitely not going to start today. I love how extreme he is. 
I love it. I'm going to bet him for the rest of the season. <laughs> Fuck that team. Dude, in a week and a half, he's going to be like, Yankees are back. Let's go. Team total over three and a half. Oh, they're garbage. Batten's locked in. Team shit. Oh, my God. They're I bad, skip. man. I skipped this game. Reds, Pirates. They're bad right now. Uh, I skipped this game. Red Pirates, uh, Ashcraft, and Wilson. Any interest here from you guys? No. Why you skipped it? Because it sucks. Yeah, I didn't want to bet it either. Reds, I think the Reds can pull that game off. Yeah, I'm not going near it. It's fucking whatever. That's that's a stupid game. Wilson is fucking complete garbage. Yeah. Um, but I'm never. I'm not going to bet the Reds there. I mean, that's ridiculous. Reds on the road as a favorite too, minus one eighteen. Yeah. That's crazy, and they're the worst. That just tells you how bad um, Bryce Wilson is. They, they think he's going to get killed. Yeah. I had no interest, zero interest at all for me on that one. Uh, let's move on. White Sox, Indians. Uh, don't touch the central. So, again, going to have to lean to you guys on this. Lance Lynn, McKenzie, uh, Rackets. Don't touch the central. Um, I was on the – I liked the Astros yesterday. I thought that it was a little bit trappy with uh, the minus 132 against Giolito, and then they came out and scored 37 runs against them. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> now I'm off the White Sox. No White Sox for Bill, you like the Indians, you bet them? No, not today. Uh, Wanslin sucks, um, but I'm just not. Jose Ramirez will be in my hit parlay, though. Mm, he, right. he kills Lance Lynn. A lot of low totals on these games. Seven and a half in the Indians game. Seven and a half in the Tigers-Angels game. I mean, when do you think you'd see Matt Manning and Patrick Sandoval on the hill with a seven and a half total? Um, We've got Tampa Bay in, in the Royals, six and a half. Six and a half, yeah. At least you got, you know. Uh, Mac Daddy on the mound for the fucking Rays, but he hasn't been great though. No, he actually hasn't. Yeah, six and a half. All the totals are really low today. It's fucking crazy. It's not even like there's like crazy bad weather or it's cold or every fucking stadium's eighty five. I feel like we've gone through three different seasons this baseball season. Like at the beginning of the season, it was really dead ball, and then it, it's all of a sudden everybody started scoring runs like crazy for a month and a half. And over the last couple of weeks, it's kind of died down again. Teams aren't scoring anymore. And I don't know if they're switching the balls out or what's going on. What do you think? Totals. And then yesterday you had a whole bunch of teams who scored over 10 runs. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, Astros it, it, scored it, it, 21. They did it last year, dude. It's the faction. Let's go first and second. Uh, it's the faction. They, they were raping everyone at the beginning of the year. Then they fucking uh, normalized because people were bitching about the quality of baseball. And then all of a sudden, July – and beginning of August, everything got fine. And now for the last week and a half, the totals are all back down to seven and a half again when the weather's white hot everywhere. That's and we've, but we've been hitting those no runs in the first four for the last couple of weeks. We hit them like three or four days in a no. row. And no. over the fucking previous month, they weren't hitting at all. So no. and the curse something's going on. We didn't even talk about the curse surviving last night. We'll talk about that when we get to the San Diego game. Uh, any play on Los Angeles Tigers? Do any of you guys hate your lives enough to bet on that? No. All right. No. Uh, Royals, Rays, Rackets? Um, Rays if I have to, but probably not. Yeah, minus 204 in that game. Uh, interesting. Bill, any, any lean on that? I might be doing the over on that. I still have to check a couple of different things, but I might be doing the over. I got the lineups for you if you need them. No, I saw the lineups. All right. Uh, looks like they're fairly healthy, both sides. Uh, no play, though, officially? No. How did the Braves bounce back after a huge series win? Much needed. They needed to win three or four in that Mets series. So they're flying high right now. Do they have a little emotional letdown? If they were playing a lesser team, I would say yes, but they're going right at, at home uh, against Houston Astros and McCullers. Kyle right on the hill. 
minus 120 for the Bravos. What do we think? Um, I guess, oh man, I don't, I guess I'm on the, I, I'd be on the Braves today, I guess. I'm on the Braves minus 120. Uh, I think they ride that momentum right now. Uh, I like that. So Braves minus 120 for me, Braves minus 120 for Rackets. Silly Billy Rupp, what do you think? No, no bet for me. No bet for Bill. Uh, let me go to the next one here. Where did I lost my spot? Rangers, Twins, eight total in this game. Dylan Bundy versus Martin Perez. Which Dylan Bundy shows up today, guys? Uh, flip a coin. Yeah. <laughs> wait, like, wait, like 10 Who fucking knows? Wait like 10 pitches and you'll know. Bill, any interest on this? Over or something? No, nothing. I'm trying to fucking get what is Charlie Blackman injured? Anyone know? I mean, dude, I'm I spent the last 30 hours researching football, so I'm the last <laughs> guy to ask about that. Um San Francisco Giants, Colorado Rockies, the game Bill's talking about. Uh Blackman is not in the projected lineup. Um, usually when that happens, he got hurt yesterday because he's injured. Yeah, he must have got hurt yesterday because he played a couple days ago. Oh, he was going to be my guy and then hit parlay. All right. Uh, we got the lefty Alex Wood on the hill in cores against Yorina. Uh, Rackets, what are we thinking here with the course field game? 11 total. Um, I don't like either of those teams. I'm out. I, maybe, maybe an over. I don't, I don't know. I have nothing for me. Nothing. Uh, shockingly, Alex Wood, who doesn't seem like his pitch type would fit Coors Field at all, uh, actually pitched okay there. I mean, it hasn't been great, but uh, four innings, two earned runs, four and two-thirds, two earned runs. I mean, these aren't great starts. not going deep. Five innings, two earned runs. I'm shocked he didn't have a blow-up there since 2018. He seems like the worst pitcher, that junk ball and fucking soft toss and fucking curves and shit. But – um. Bill, what are you thinking on this game? Um, I was just looking for Blackman. He was going to be my cherries on top. So, but I do have a hit parlay: Alonzo and Ramirez only. I'm going to go with Every that. Day, did you put it in the thing? Yeah, you yes. got it. Plus one twenty-five, I think it was. Uh, like Pete that. Alonzo and Jose Ramirez. What? Pete Alonzo and Jose Ramirez. Yeah, I was going to add Blackman, but he's not playing. Well, that will hinder him getting a hit. It definitely will. It's hard to get a hit if you're not playing. Kills him. Uh, so nothing on this? No running the first? Anything? I don't like either of those teams, man. I don't I don't like them. I'm not going to it. Uh I'm I'm going light here. I'm sticking mostly to football unless I love something. Here's an interesting one. When did we think we'd see a point rackets where Blake Snell, the opposing team, I have him forecasted for two point two five runs. The fucking Nationals. So we're looking at a a five-team total for the Padres and like a two-and-a-half team total for the Nationals. Blake Snell uh, appears to be back and back in full effect. Are you believing in it? Are you going back to the Padres? Are you – Back? Sure? What do you mean? I'm not on the oh, fucking – Oh, you weren't on the team yesterday. Yeah, you're the no, I was – no, 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 no. I don't – I think I don't like that team at all, man. I don't like the way that they're constructed. I don't like the way that they try to score runs. I said a couple weeks ago, Machado is the only one that was carrying them the whole first half of the season. He's the only one that's done anything since the trade deadline. So it's, this is the same team to me. I, I don't like them. Uh, Hater sucks. We saw him last night just walking everything. I, I'm completely off the Padres bandwagon, man. I, I'm the, as far away from them as possible. But do I get to the window with the Nationals? Probably not. Yeah. The, uh, 
I will tell you this, the dumbest managerial decision I've ever seen in my life. You have a player come to a new team and Josh Hader get blown up in a game, third of an inning, three earned runs and get pulled. And then you let and him. And then you give him a week off. Nine days, not a week, nine days. He didn't pitch for nine days. So he had to spend nine days on his new team, wanting to make an impression, festering on that fucking blow up with everyone going, oh, is, is this guy really that good? And then he comes Tommy. in yesterday. And you and, saw and, it, you saw it on his face too. Like when oh, the camera's see. like zooming it right into his face and he he just looks like he's a fucking lost puppy, dude. Right. He just looked like uh, on just, my mother, I didn't know it was Hater until the third pitch. Dude. I, I, I I literally I was watching a pitch and I was I saw a sidearming lefty. I didn't even re- there was no swag, there was no energy. He didn't have that snap at the end of his release. You know when he snaps and his whole body like spirals? None of it. Like he's, the look on his face said everything I needed to see yesterday. Like he, just him walking out from the bullpen, he, you could tell he had no confidence. And then he started throwing. And it was three and zero right off the get go. And it's like, dude, you can see it. This guy has nothing. He has fucking just take the pitch. Again, he will. But right now, you know, obviously, you got to give guys time to adjust to new teams. I know you guys don't. I do. I don't. So here go Padres. We'll be fine. And the Yankees will win the division by ten games. Uh, Bill, any interest in the Padres here? Minus 360 after last yeah. night, 390. Like every minus 350 just loses. Yeah. I mean, it's just, a, you just, you got to bet them. I mean, yeah. it's, the Mets didn't lose that day, but you never know. You just got to bet them and, you know, you win one, you're good for three or four games. Yeah. If, I, mean, I mean, it's it's the curse. We talk about it in the chat. It's this curse. In there now. Can not put their team total in there? Yeah. They should have killed that. They should have killed them. Yeah. All of a sudden, Pitcher pitch dominates yesterday, and it was ridiculous. If I told you that you Darvish, that, that San Diego was minus 400, you Darvish was going to pitch into the ninth inning, and Annabelle Sanchez was on the other side for the Nationals who just traded away their whole team, how much of your life savings would you have put on it? All of it? If I told you use in the ninth inning, which means you know there was no blow-up potential, there was – He was pissed was, when he came out of that game, too. He was fucking pissed. Yeah. I mean, I would have put my whole life savings on that. So uh, got no run support. I don't know what the hell's up with them. They get Machado had that. I had his overs, and then nobody else did dick. Machado is the only one that's been producing for the team all season. That's it. Well, luckily, luckily, uh, we have the saviors. Uh, come on, come on, come on. That's off the wall. That's another run. Damn, that would have cashed in the first inning. Two and a half. We got over four and a half first five. It's two one first inning. Let's go. It's fucking just kill, just killing shit. Killing it. Um, we have our saviors here. We have the Seattle Mariners, who we could always count on. To- I uh, I got a team I'm betting. Um, I just checked more stuff into it. I am taking the Guardians minus one thirty at home. Ooh. Guardians, baby. Guardians. Going to the tribe. All right. All right. Add that to the sheet. Um, Guardians. Oh. Seattle Mariners minus 135 versus the Oakland A's. How do you fucking not, Rackets? The only concern here is that it looks a little trappy. It does look trappy. That's it. Like, it's in Oakland, though, right? It is in Oakland, which gives me a little little comfort, you know, but it, it this line should be 180. I mean, yeah. It, it is. Come on, get legs. Get legs. Off the wall again. Another run. 2 2. We're going to hit the nine and a half in like the fucking third inning. So good. And the thing with the Mariners, too, it's just like the Orioles. Like, even if they're losing, like, you can confidently hit them late in the game and you you know that they're just not going to roll over and quit. They're going to give it all 27 outs. And really, as a better, what else can you ask for? Like, if they down two or three runs, they're not going to quit on you. So, and, and the other thing that's is, the way to go. 
no disrespect to the Orioles, because the I, you know, I jumped on your bandwagon. I'm with you now. I'm defending you, you fucking idiots like Bill Rupp. Seattle's a legitimate, very good. They're team. legit. They're yeah, legitimately really good. Like you know, Orioles are playing. Orioles have had a lot of guys playing over their head, and a lot of guys who are young who are going to get better. The Mateos, the the uh, Rauschmans, guys like that. Seattle's got superstar Julio Rodriguez. Ty France has emerged. Even the middle of their lineup, like Santana, Suarez, Hanniger, Winker, these are known commodities in the majors for years. This is a really, really good team who also has that Oriole heart uh, on the back end. So they're, yeah. they're they're legitimate. They could they could do some damage this year. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make some noise in the AL. I'm telling you. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Mariners minus one thirty five. I think that line's retarded. You know, hit that hard. Yeah, I'm um, co-signing on that one, Bill. No, you know I don't got the Mariners. Fran Mel Reyes just hit a triple. Bet you didn't think wow. he did. Bill hates the Mariners and the Orioles. He it's hates the most two, the two most profitable teams in the American League. He hates them. Well, I'm betting you. Monty Moore is like, fuck me. <laughs> See? But, uh, he gets the plus 180, and he's like, oh, we got we got uh, just, equity in him. We're good. You just can't lose Bill a bet twice in a four-day span, or else you're <laughs> done forever. Dude, it took him fucking three months to get back on Milwaukee because they lost him three games out of the first five. Bill, what were you going to say? It's the first time what? Fran Mill Reyes or something? Yeah, he hasn't gotten a hit in like a month or two. Well, that's the first triple since that time I needed him to win a DFS tournament. Trevor said, I'm betting him the next day, and he tripled. If he had, <laughs> if he had the speed of Vogue's, would have been in the Parker. Uh, Vogelbach would have been fucking, uh, would have been surrounding those bases. Uh, final game of the night. The Doyers uh, going here again. So I just lost my fucking page again. The Doyers against the Marlins. Lazardo, is that a hit? Or did that hit him in the leg? What just happened there? 3-2. Cash the first five over four and a half in the first inning. Yeah. Two and a half. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Tyler Anderson and Lazardo. Uh, Bill, 275. We're under the 300. You trust uh, me? All of the Dodgers in a team total. That's it. Yeah, I would bet in the Dodgers. Rackets? Uh, 300, Steve, but the Dodgers should win this game. I'm going to go Dodgers Patriots. Uh, that's who I'll parlay with the Patriots here. Um, Dodgers- and Dustin May comes back for the Dodgers tomorrow. He start. He's scheduled to, oh, to come off the yeah 60 day IL. So they got rid of uh, Bueller. Got hurt for the rest of the season, but they're going to end up replacing him with Dustin May. So that yeah, would have been dangerous if they still had him. Uh, minus one ten. Dodgers Patriots. Tip that. Uh, found our team. Took us fucking eleven games. Finally, or fifteen games. Finally, found the team to parlay with the the Patriots. Patriots money line, Dodgers money line, minus 110. Uh, maybe plus 100 or something somewhere else. I'm just looking at FanDuel right now. Uh, anything else, boys and girls, on the baseball slate? No. No. Bring me Constantino. While we wait for Constantino, you guys should get over to 4deepbets.com. Number 4deepbets.com. This is serious. How are you not signed up by now? It's 27 fucking. Really? Really? Look at me. 27 fucking dollars. Get into this. Eight preseason NFL games tomorrow. And I'm not going to give you all the fucking games for free on here or on Twitter all the time. I'm doing this right now. So get in there for tomorrow. And let's fuck. We also got UFC tomorrow. And it's a huge card. A lot of big names. And there's some fucking mook on here right now who's going to tell us all about it. I, I got to start with the fireman over here, Tommy G. Lighting the world on fire in the NFL preseason. The in-depth knowledge. Second time Bill Rupp left when I came on camera. There's something there. 
There's something He said, there. fuck you, Constantino. As soon as I started praising Tommy and appeared, <laughs> Bill's gone. Dude, the funny thing is, ba- Bill hasn't moved because his back is in so much pain. Constantino gets on, he just fucking... Back but he stayed until I started praising you, and that's when I got the walk-off. But yeah. awesome job in the NFL preseason, and more importantly than just picking a side, it's your in-depth knowledge that, you know, I hear from you individually, but you also post publicly. You know, the write-up from last night was very in-depth, awesome job, with a little wit involved on the fields, ha, ha, ha. But yeah, that, like that, that. that's the magic, man, writing it up like that. So, guys, it's not fluff. He's doing his homework, you know, speaking to people he knows in the industry. And um, I'm, I'm impressed. Keep it up. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right, Rackets, you anything else? Nah. Bye, Mike. Hey, right. Rackets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joey. We'll talk to you later. See you guys. All right. All right, Con Man. We got a big fucking card this week, man. Fucking uh, Usman, fucking a lot of big names. What are, what, are, what fights are you most excited about, first of all, before we get into the bets? I'm, I'm excited about a couple of fights, but it's a real tricky card. We have seven of the 12 fights where the favorites are over 300. So it's a tough card to bet and find value. But when we get to my picks, you'll see we, we played a couple of fun, interesting things. But I, I like the card overall. I mean, it's going to be a fun card. I like, you know, when bigger fighters fight, like size-wise. You know, there's a couple of heavyweight, light heavyweight fights, per se, on here. Um, and some fighters who I, I personally like. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, a big card. Paulo Costa, Rockhold, uh, Marab versus Aldo. Uh, obviously Usman Edwards and then uh, some even some good fights on the prelims there and shit. So it should be interesting. Uh, like you said, I'm looking at the lines, a lot of big lines. So we'll see how we'll navigate. A lot of, a lot of big lines. Luke, Luke Rockhold, I can't figure out whether I like him or don't like him. I was going to ask you that first before we get. Okay. To well, I've had multiple in-person interactions with them, let's say over my career, but like on a small scale, like maybe one to three times. And the one that registers in my mind is, we were in um, Wisconsin, you know, a Harley Davidson UFC fight, and he wasn't fighting, but he was part of our crew that would go out and hang out, party, you know, like around the event. And he stole my pizza. <laughs> At the end of the night, we were in the hotel lobby and the hotel shut down. It's like three in the morning. And me and our crew, we brought back like a pizza from wherever it was. And he walked over and I don't really know him at all. And he just kind of like walked over and just took my pizza. <laughs> I mean, that's like a real bullyish, but in like a funny way. You make you like his bitch that day? What happened? He kind of punked me a little bit, like me and my crew. Like he just took our pizza. But like somebody in my group knew him and it was kind of, maybe he just saw them. I don't know. But he's an interesting fella. I mean, he came back. He's very outspoken right now. This is his first fight back in three years. Hasn't won in a while. Dated celebrities. And he's very outspoken about the UFC and condemning Dana White and the pay structure. And he went off the handle on Barstool. I don't know if you saw that clip um, where he told them to do their homework and Barstool guy wound up being right. It was about last week he handed Cheeto Vera uh, a lutador mask and Rockhold went off on him like, do your fucking homework. He's not Mexican. He's this. And the guy was like from Barstool. I did my homework. I know he's not Mexican. This was more so I was in a shop here. I actually know his manager, Jason House, and I texted him. And he said, it's okay to give him the mask. And Rockhold just couldn't let it go. And he just like, something's off with him. And I can't figure out what. I can't get a read on that fight. I can't get a read on their personalities. That's one that I'm scared of with the the way those two are going at each other. Um, It's going to be interesting. And the Aldo Marab fight, I like a lot too. We'll talk about that. But uh, let's go into the, uh, let's go into the bets here, Mike. What's your favorite bet on the, uh, on the night? All right, so we're going to have some different approach on this card due to the high favorites, and we'll talk our way through it. So the first bet is I like Romanov um, inside the distance, and I'm a little surprised. I thought I was going to have to lay big money on this, but 
I actually wound up getting plus 100. So I'm going to give three bets today, and they're all from DraftKings or FanDuel. But I'm also going to show you the disparity in the lines and why it's valuable to have multiple books. Do me a favor before off, you do that. Tilt your camera down a little bit so you're not a floating head with your chin up. Yeah, see, on my, ca- my screen, I see my full self. Is that yeah, better? Yeah. Um, so Romanov is 16-0. and 0. Let's just start with that. And 15 out of the 16 victories ended inside the distance. And the only one that didn't, he still won, but he got out wrestled. That's when Juan Espino actually had more takedowns than him. When he can control the wrestling, he can beat you up on the feet or take you down. Now he's fighting Marcin Taibora, who is probably one more one-dimensional. He's a striker. And it's just a matter of time, in my opinion, before Romanov puts him down and finishes him. Um, again, every one of his fights have gone the distance, Romanov, except for one when he was out wrestled. So I don't think that Tybor is going to survive and be the second one ever without that wrestling advantage. So I like Romanov inside the distance. And on DraftKings, we got that at plus 100, which is even money. And like I was mentioning, the disparity, if you go over to FanDuel, you would have had a lay 145. So on DraftKings, at even money, plus 100, Romanov inside the distance. Our second bet, another one with a little bit of disparity, is um, Tyson Pedro against Harry Hunsucker. So... Starting right off the bat, Harry Hunsucker is dropping down to 205 for the first time ever. He was a heavyweight. As a heavyweight, he was 7-5. and five. That's 12 fights. All, all 12 fights have finished not only inside the distance, he's never made it out of the first round. Okay? Tyson Pedro is somebody who I'm very big on. He came back after a layoff, um, a long layoff, and we bet on him his last time out, and he won in the first round. He could knock you out, and he could submit you. However, I think he just starches Hunsucker with the knockout. And being that he's a big favorite, and Hunsucker's never been out of the first round, and Pedro's better everywhere, I took Pedro by knockout in round one. Just a fun little prop bet on this fight. And um, what was I getting on there? I had to lay 120. And again, to show the disparity, that one I bet on FanDuel laying 120, but on DraftKings, you would have had to lay 175. So real big differences in the two biggest books that are out there. And then for our third bet, I'm going to take those guys. I I really like them to win a lot, but the lines are big. We have Pedro and we have Romanov. Not inside the distance, just for the full fight, Pedro and Romanov. And I'm going to put them together at Kamara Usman in the main event in a three-fight parlay, and we're going to lay 110 on DraftKings. Um, And we're going to make that a double play. I not only think Romanov and Pedro win inside the distance, but we're going to play it safe, just play him to win, and add Usman in the main event and lay 111 for a double play. So that's a two-unit bet if you're betting everything else for one unit. All right. I like it. I like Usman in that fight. Um, I'm surprised the Huntsucker-Pedro fight is on the main card. Are you? or? No, they're trying to build Pedro. I mean, he's a talent. He's young. He's good everywhere. He's got the look, the tattoos. Um, that's a good build-it fight for, for Pedro. I mean, right. they, he came back, and they fed him, you know, a nobody. And now they're giving him fucking Henry Hunsucker, who's never made it out of the first round. And if he had durability issues at heavyweight, now he's dropping weight to 205. I mean, it's just a showcase for, for Pedro. Well, if you sign up at 4DBets.com, you will get your taste of the Tommy Knuckles con man parlay yeah. part two. I know, yeah, baby. Never lost. In the history of me and Mike doing the Tommy Knuckles Conman parlay, we are undefeated in the history of uh, doing it. Undisputed. I have one other thing to add because I've been live betting lately and I've been sharing it in our Discord that it's just so fast with the time relay. But last week um, I did drop a live bet that we won and won the week before. So we're 2 0 on live bets. And there's two fights that are on this card that I'm going to be watching for a live betting opportunity. 
And I'll explain more in the voice chat, you know, in, in our Discord of how we're going to do it to make sure I get you guys that bet. But there's two that are like must live bet if certain things happen. All right. We'll have that. And uh, there's a couple couple fights I like on here. So we'll do a little combo. Uh, I really think Costa just I just I just want Costa to beat his fight. And he made weight today and he looked fantastic. Yeah, he did weight. look really good. And, but the final thing before I let you go, just 30 seconds before we get out of here. Uh, Aldo and Marab, I'm obviously going to be on Marab in that fight. Where are you leaning? You know, it's a three-round fight, so that may put my interest on Aldo, who historically has been tough to take down, and he still looks good winning three in a row. Obviously, Marab is the better wrestler, let's call it. Um, but when he fought Marlon Maraz, Maraz, who's like um, a version of Aldo striking-wise, but now he's retired. It was at the end of his career where Aldo's still going. He touched him up a little bit. It's just something to be wary of. And then Aldo historically has good takedown defense. And even though Marab has good wrestling, he doesn't hold you down well. That's why you see eight takedowns, 12 takedowns, because he chain wrestles and gets you down, but isn't really able to control you. So if Aldo is able to stave off a couple takedowns and sting them, it could be dangerous. I do lean Marab because Aldo hasn't really been attacked with the chain wrestling style, but um, it's tightly lined and it's going to be a good fight. All right. I like it. And we will talk about it more tomorrow on the show. Mikey, any final words before we let you go? Sign up, man. Football's here. Tommy Scorching Earth. Everybody. Bill Rackets. I mean, Bill, even though you walked off before, I was getting to you for the compliments. But uh, good job hitting everything. Padres fucked us last night, which to answer Tommy's question, I would have put all my money on if you told me Darvish made it. I mean, yeah. Sanchez is a can. They traded literally their whole team to San Diego. You would think that they were just going to style on them. I mean, every I can't even believe the final result. So one run. That was very interesting. Horrific. But yeah. football's here. And we are here. We are ready. We are ready to rock. All right, Mikey, we'll talk to you in the chat. All right, everybody. Stay cashing. Later. All right, Silly Billy Ruff, how are you feeling? Mike keeps getting offended. He says you walk off every time he comes on. Um, well, I knew he was going to talk, so <laughs> Mike does <laughs> questions. He just goes right through. So I knew I had uh, I had time to go. You knew you could slip out the back door? Yeah, do my stretching. How, how did, did you do some yoga? I did. And how'd that go? It went well. Oh, my God. I just tried to hit the over five and a half first three innings, and it just fucking locked. Well, it was two and a half. No, now it did. Fuck. Yeah, but they just, MGM just had five and a half for the first three innings. It's the bottom of the second at five. So I need one run between this and the next inning. And it locked as it was fucking circling. Yeah, it's minus 175. Fuck. Yeah, now it's six yeah. minus 175. Yeah. It was five and a half, minus 130 a second ago. Ah, uh, that was free money. Uh, all right. Uh, final words, Bill Rupp. Um, collect on Monday. Collect on Monday. Let's collect, let's collect today, tomorrow, and Monday. How about that? Yeah. Only Monday. Only Monday? All right. Only Monday we'll collect. Evan Hand, we got to do the raffle. We do have to do the raffle. I will share my screen right now. As you see, 55 people entered. We had about 200 people in here, so... Not really adding up, but uh, we had more than 200 people because we had 180 concurrently at one point. So we definitely had hundreds of people who yeah. don't watch video games, which is amazing to me. So when it's like a free week, I think, all right, maybe it's a lot of subscribers because we have like a thousand subs that don't enter because they don't want the free week because they already have a year. But this is a video game worth money that even if you don't want it, you could sell it or give it to someone. So now we have just confirmed literally 200 out of 250 people are retarded. I entered too. So yeah, I entered. no luck fucking entering. 
Everybody's entering. All right. All right. Go on. Here we go. Tim McKeever. Damn you, McKeever. McKeever. Come on down. Damn you, McKeever. So Hornbot uh, just got here late. I no, dude, one. they've been they've been here all all they've oh, been here three times already. Oh, have they? All yeah. right, I was gonna say whenever I wear red, they come. I look sexy in red. Oh I yeah, think. they come when you're in red. All right. Whenever I'm wearing red, the porn bots come fucking flying. I don't know what it is. They want a piece of this D. I'm gonna give it to them one day. So, uh, all right, Timmy, congratulations on the game. Everyone else, congratulations. You're a loser, but you can still win if you go to Twitter and retweet Evan's tweet. On the at stay cash and show handle, there will be one more video game for you fucking nerds. So get over there and win it. Go retweet. What do they have to do? Retweet, follow, like, like. retweet, and then uh, obviously you have to be following. If you're not following, then it's yeah, it's your send, own fault. Well, I heard some bad news today. What's that? Steve, our boy Steve from Stranger Things, okay. isn't isn't coming back. Wow. Wow. That's very depressing. He's, you know how old he is? He's like 30. 30. Yeah. He's uh becoming a director and he does music and he wants to I mean, leave. He's got to come back at least for like a scene to get killed. Oh, he yeah. says he's putting it behind him. Is that not going to kill him? I don't know. You know how they're going to do it? I think they got to bring him back to Merkham. We'll see. Bill Ruff is going through Stranger Things withdrawal. Uh, I'm actually watching a new show right now, Blackbird. That's pretty good so far. Uh, big fan. I'll tell you about it next week when I finish it. For Bill Rupp, Mike Constantino, Joey Rackets, Evan Hand, and everyone who wasn't able to join us today. I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Let's go!